0: Here's the big challenge of life. You can have more than you've got because you can become more than you are. That's the challenge. And of course, the other side of the coin reads, unless you change how you are, you'll always have what you got. I have found in my experience that income does not far exceed personal development. Now, sometimes income takes a lucky jump, but sure enough, unless you grow out where it is, it'll usually come back where you are. Life has strange ways. Somebody once said, if you took all the money in the world, divided it up equally among everybody, it would soon all be back in the same pockets. Incredible. We have a tremendous dichotomy in our minds about money and spirituality. I'm not the only one to say this, but I'd like to say it clear so it really strikes home. We've been programmed, all of us, in growing up. Now, by definition, when you've been programmed, you don't know you've been programmed. If you know you've been programmed, you're no longer programmed.
1: Building wealth is actually a spiritual development process because it trains you to moderate your emotional reactions and to concentrate on what your heart is guiding you to do in a soulful manner to what's inspiring to you. If it makes sense to feed
2: yourself so that you rejuvenate the body, wouldn't it make sense to feed your mind so that we develop a greater understanding? And as we develop a greater understanding, we earn more money so we can do more good with money. That's what money's for. Money's not to make you better or richer than the other person, money enables you to extend the good you do far beyond your own physical presence. Our company always wants to earn more money because we got a lot of work to do and it costs money to get the work done. As a group, we made a decision. We would build schools in Africa. Yet, every week and a half, we build a new school in Africa. But our goal is to build one every day. Yet, if that's the goal, that's what's gonna happen.
0: It isn't broke people who build the hospitals. It isn't broke people who contribute and handle all the charity work. It isn't broke people who do that. I'm sorry to tell you. When you're broke, I have a question for you. Who exactly are you helping,
2: who? You think it's so pious and spiritual and you're a good person. You're going to go to heaven if you're just broke enough. (laughs) Who told you that? That's ridiculous.
3: It's crazy. I tithe... 10% 10% of every penny I make to my church And I make a lot of pennies these days <laughs> Okay, some Sundays we, we seed 800 in my church You know, some Sundays They put that basket around and it starts here And it goes all the way down the aisles All that, just like that And you know, sometimes the check that I put in there Equals the checks of 799 other people All added together See, I couldn't do that when I was broke Do you really get that? You can't do these kind of things when you're broke. You can't help your kids when you're broke. When you're so busy trying to pay the bills, you're so busy trying to cover the mortgage, you're so busy trying to pay the rent, you can't live life. And that's not the way life is meant to be lived.
2: Now, I talk about money quite a bit. And if you really knew me, you'd realize that it's not that important to me. It's important to me like a runner probably watches a stopwatch. It's a yardstick. And and I learned that money is used for just two things. Two things, it's not to hoard. Definitely not to hoard. It's to make you comfortable. You'll hear people say, Well, money won't make you happy. That's an absurd statement. It was never meant to make you happy. It was meant to make you comfortable. When somebody says you you know, money's not gonna make you happy, say, really? And you know that you cannot drive around town in a refrigerator? (laughs) And they're gonna say, what are you talking about? Oh, I just thought I'd match a ridiculous statement with a ridiculous statement. I realize refrigerators are preserved food, not drive around town.
1: Money is to make you comfortable, not happy. I've asked people how many have ever used Microsoft Windows and most people put their hands up, would you agree? How many have used Microsoft Windows? Look around the room. Can you see why he's a billionaire? He found something that everybody could benefit by. I wonder what would happen if we took the time to go concentrating our thoughts on something that would be of service to that many people and put our energies on that and didn't stop until we found that and then targeted our actions and priorities on that, if money is important to us, and then actually go after doing a service directly or indirectly, either doing it ourselves or go find somebody that is actually dedicated to that and then go and bring that service to the world. I wonder what would happen to our financial destiny. If we don't have a value on money, we're not going to manifest money. The hierarchy of your values dictate your destiny. If you are walking in a mall and you don't have a value on making money and saving money and investing in money, then you won't see money opportunities in a mall. If your highest value is children, you'll see children's materials in the mall. Your hierarchy of values will determine what you see and what you act upon. So if you are expecting yourself to make a lot of money and you don't have a value on money, it's not likely because you won't take the time to bring order and organization to that area of your life. And you won't go out of your way to find a way of serving people by the millions or billions. There's absolutely no reason why anybody in this room couldn't be a multimillionaire or billionaire. All they have to do is find out what people need, find out what the voids of the world is. Anytime we fill the voids of others, we have other worth. Anytime we can fill our own voids, we have self-worth. When we have other worth and self-worth, we end up with big net worth.